This is Hard Place, a novel by R.A. Jacobson. Listener discretion is advised, contains strong language, violence, and some adult situations. Chapter 67, Matt Meets Mr. White. Matt walked to the police station with the tall gray lady at his side. No one saw them and they saw no one. At the station, she stopped and gestured for him to continue on. Through the doors of the police station, he glanced back and saw the dark shape of a moose disappear into an alley. He walked up the cement steps to the double doors, passing two police officers who walked right past him as if he was not there. Through the station, he took the elevator as he had done before down to the morgue. It was dimly lit and empty. Alan's skinned body still lay on the cold metal table in the center of the room with a sheep pulled back. Ah, Alan, what's going on? Matt looked down at his friend. Mr. Pierce, I doubt if he'll answer you, though he might answer me. What do you think, Alan? A smooth black man in a fine suit walked forward from the shadows. As he regarded the corpse, It sat up, creaking with a wet, sticky noise. Matt jumped back as Alan's mouth worked, but no sound came out. Oh, sorry, Alan. Throat dry? Mr. White asked. He peered around, grabbed a cup of liquid, and splashed it into Alan's mouth. It dribbled past his bared teeth and down his chin. So, Alan, what happened to you? The corpse sat for a second, then it said in a strangled, dry voice, The black! The dead sometimes are not terribly verbose. Mr. White smiled at Matt. A black! Fire! Hot! Black! Thank you, Alan. Mr. White turned from the corpse to face Matt. Alan fell back with a thud, once again nothing more than meat. That's really all I needed. I already knew it was a... What do you call them now? Oh, yes, a skin. A skin? I'm sorry, but who are you? Matt looked at the corpse he had seen speak, then back at the man in front of him. Of course, my apologies. You may call me Mr. White. And a skin is a type of a demon. It wears the skin of a person it kills to allow it to walk around this plane. I... uh, It's the air here, or rather the oxygen. Demons are made of fire, and oxygen is understandably challenging for it. It wears the skin to protect it. But the skin only lasts for a few days, then it burns. Oh, I'm not sure I understand. Yes, Mr. Pierce, it's all confusing, I'm sure. He came from hell. He was called to serve the judge, the man you met this evening to make a deal. Odd he didn't take you up on it, wouldn't you say? Your messenger seemed to think so. Matt, there are many things all coming together, and you and Mary Lou are right in the middle. Mr. White glanced back at the corpse for a minute and continued. I have a problem. Well, actually, it's an itch. An itch I've had for some 2,000 years now. It's a bit of unresolved business. I am driven, you see, to fulfill a task. It's my job, and yet for all this time, I could not complete my task. Unable to do what I was created for. I'm sure you can appreciate how fucking frustrating that would be, Mr. White paused. May I look into your eyes? I... okay. Yes, let me explain a bit. I can see death in your eyes. 
He stepped forward and peered into Matt's eye. I recognize the mark I leave behind. You've seen me a couple of times in your life. When you were 12, your dog... Patch? Patch? Really? I was seven when I named him. Give me a break. Mr. White smiled an indulgent smile and returned, looking into Matt's eyes. Yes, well, you saw me later when your grandmother passed. I've always loved that euphemism. Passed. It seems so quiet. Anyway, you've not seen me often. You see, I leave a mark on the eye. More precisely, a little crack or a slice on the iris's edge. I can see all the deaths. They are me, after all. However, when a demon dies, there's nothing to see. You saw Alan die, but it wasn't Alan. It was a demon. Your eyes confirm it. But let's talk about you. Why are you looking for a deal? I want to free Mary Lou from her contract. Very noble, Matt. Her contract. There are some issues with her contract the judge and I are working on. From my perspective, she's contracted to me. To you? Yes, she died before her contract with the judge began. Therefore, my claim supersedes his. Then I want to make a deal with you. Yes, I suppose. However, as you may have heard, I don't make deals. Not that I don't get offered deals all the time. It's just that no one has anything I want in return. But you do. Well, at least you can get me something I have long wanted. And what's that? Oh, we can talk about that in a minute. I need to ask you a question first. What would you be willing to give for Mary Lou's contract? Anything. Would you say be willing to die for her? Yes. Then, Matt, I do believe we can do business, Death said with a smile. Tune in next Tuesday for Chapter 68, A Glitter of a Tear. Stories from a Hard Place is a narrative podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, R.A. Jacobson presents another chapter from Hard Place, read by the author. Opening music by Noah Zachran. Production copyright by R.A. Jacobson, 2022. If you'd like to support Stories from a Hard Place, please go to patreon.com forward slash hard place. If you would like a book version, either ebook or print, you can find it anywhere books are sold, including your local library. You can find links to all these and much more at Deadcat Studio. That's deadcatstud.io. Thanks for listening. Keep the shiny side up.